Good morning, Cathy, and welcome back to the Local Pillar Show. Is that better? Thank you, Alain. Nice to be here. Absolutely. Good morning, Monsieur Marc. Good morning to you both. I trust you are both <laughs> suitably, wonderfully well. <laughs> I am, but maybe you shouldn't trust me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so, tucked away. <laughs> yeah. I'm tucked so, um, Cathy, uh, thank you for coming back on the show to talk about your COVID-19 experience. Um, could you give us a quick reminder of who you are, what you do, your background? So? Well, I've been a, a licensed massage therapist in Texas since uh, the fall of 1994. And um, let me see, I, I wrote a book. I guess you can see the title of it behind me, so I won't hold it up. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I actually came into massage therapy after I got very ill in 1988, and a dozen doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. So um, I took off on my own venture <laughs> and started figuring it out. And as it turns out, the mercury fillings in my teeth were... Um, basically destroying my body. So yeah. some of us have um, genetics that make us not able to detox um, and chelate, as they say, these, these heavy metals and toxins. And so that was my, my deal. So um, anyway, it, at, <laughs> and mainstream medicine doesn't know. So, in yeah. fact, they're injecting it into babies. So, <laughs> once you have, you know, I had a, a grand mal seizure at 21 years old after three fillings were put in. Mm -hmm. And um, nobody caught it. And to think now, here I am, you know, 30 or 40 years later, and seeing them injecting this into babies that are hours old is, in, is just kind of insane. Yeah, but, we'll um, we'll talk about this a little later, yeah. but yes, definitely, I want to talk about it. So anyway, um, it's it's that's who I am. I'm kind of a self-taught on this little journey. Figured some stuff out, got well, and um, then touched my phone one day and my my cell phone, and my life changed in another direction. And I was presented with another challenge. So anyway, um, that's who right. I am and where I am. Okay, so what has been your experience so far with the COVID-19 confinement? Well, maybe, maybe we should go back a little bit. Uh, you used to live in Austin, Texas, and you moved up in the what area again? I'm in the Ozark Mountains of North okay. Central Arkansas. Okay. Um, in Austin, we were on one acre in a subdivision surrounded by... I don't know, 600 homes, mm -hmm. and most of them were on an acre, um, but I had a smart meter on each side of me. I had 23 cell towers, 112 antennas in a four-mile radius, and they were bringing in 5G, yeah. and so when I touched my phone that day in October of 2016, a pain shot up my arm. And it felt like a blood pressure cuff was on too tight. And it stayed that way for two hours. Hmm. It started easing up. But over the next few days, I realized I was highly sensitive to um, all forms of wireless technology. So the wireless alarm system that was in the home, um, the Wi-Fi, 
the other cell phones that were in the house with me all became a factor in even wiring errors that I think would be real typical for a 41-year-old home became an immediate issue. So we had to heal my electrical environment while trying to heal my body. And there I am living in what they call the third coast, which means tech central, (laughs) bring on the technology. And one of the amazing things is that when I got ill and couldn't get on the computer and couldn't touch my phone, I lost touch with a friend of mine in San Antonio. When I reconnected with her 18 months later, she too was sick. Um, They had put a data collection meter on her bedroom wall. Um, That's an electric meter that collects data for the entire subdivision or up to 17 homes in a subdivision. And they call it the Medusa meter because they know whatever house they put it on, somebody in there is probably going to (laughs) die. So um, I was really shocked that she did not die. Um, And so I ran her house on antennasearch.com and discovered that she had 443 cell towers and 339 antennas in a four-mile radius of her house. So this is what has become the new norm, actually, according to this Lena uh, Pooh, I think her name is, P-U. And um, she is... Yeah, I mean, this is insane. So I did a, I have a blog. I'm going to hold it up because it's, it's easier for people to see. I just wrote it on a piece of paper. Can y'all see that or is it all white? Closer. <clears throat> is that, can you see it? No, A-T-T dot blog. Okay. 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 Um, And that's where I put this story. And after that happened to me and I got out of the woods, so to speak, not really, I was still in the city, but I was out of immediate danger and we knew we needed to move because that's actually what they say is the, um, if there's any hope of you getting well from this condition, you have to go where you cannot have any exposure. So Um, Unfortunately, I had to trade the cell towers and antennas of Austin for a very toxic form of smart meter here and a, what I call a lawless and unkind uh, utility corporation. And so um, my new life has become uh, fighting the injustice that's going on. This is actually Chinese technology that they have stuck on our homes. Mm And so I'm in the process of proving that and uh, God's putting some really cool people in my path and information in my path. And so, um, and our president recently on May the 1st signed an executive order saying that all equipment in our electrical grid that is manufactured, controlled, or overseen by a foreign adversary must be monitored and replaced. So I'm about to start um, a movement is I'm kind of at this point where I'm a frustrated activist and I need to either quit, walk away and shrug my shoulders or turn this into a movement. And so um, I'm, I think I've got to go for the movement. (laughs) So so going back to the confinement, uh, I guess uh, it was probably, It was probably not as difficult um, up in the mountains, right? 
It's not, and, and I was already confined. Uh, when I touched my phone, I suddenly was not able to go into most buildings. I couldn't work because I can't go in most buildings. Um, can't use a cell phone, can't be around them, can't be around Wi-Fi. So I was already confined. Y'all are just joining me. <laughs> That's how it feels to me is uh, you're getting a taste of what my life is like. I can't go to concerts. I can't, you know, a trip to the ER would probably put me in electrical trauma and hasten my demise. So it's kind of a very interesting journey I'm on, but uh, it is not as hard because I'm in the mountains and we have UPS and FedEx. <laughs> right, so, right. So uh, your, your issue is uh, EMF sensitivity, right? Yes, it's uh, electromagnetic sensitivity. It's also yeah. known as electro hypersensitivity. Radio wave sickness was a term from World War II. And so they know what this is. It's just a very inconvenient um, condition because a lot of us are getting sick now. But I put a, a post on that blog that says layers and layers of technology. And I show a map of uh, the United States radar coverage. Our radar operations were saturated. And I yeah. showed a, a, a map for network coverage in the U.S. And you can see part of Mexico and uh, Canada, and you can see the dramatic difference. We're saturated with networks. And I uh, put up information about 16,956 satellites over okay. us. And then we've got what we're doing here on ground level. And so, uh, you know, I don't know how much they think they can stack on top of us before the entire thing collapses. This is a, a fragile environment we live in, but um, industry and, and their corrupt relationships with governments and stuff have brought us to and ignorant consumers and now we're right. at a place most of our lives are wrapped around this technology and they can't if they cut off their cell phone they have no job yeah so yeah. We're and kind of course of, a pickle. of course it's going to get worse with uh, the mm -hmm. coming 5g mm -hmm. um, yes. so what's uh, can you give us your impression on the 5g and it's um now you know, they, of course, tell all the benefits, but they never talk about the mm -hmm. negative side of it. Mm -hmm. Again, I'll, I'll point people back to the blog at NoATT. There's probably 15 posts on there about 5G. Mm -hmm. um, I am, you know, Dr. Rashid Buttar, have you been listening to some of his uh, videos? Um, a couple of them, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He, um, I made a, a blog post out of one of them and put up a screenshot of him. And I put in the background that at the 18 minute and 11 second mark, he actually says that 5G will be human extinction and is absolutely a depopulation agenda. So, mm. you know, it gets down to, do you believe this is ignorance or intentional? And if so, who's behind it? And um, there's some upsides, um, as far as I, I guess I don't want to leave that statement on the table without saying, you know, I, I'm not convinced that we're a hundred percent doomed here again. Uh, I'm, I, I believe there is a correlation between 
5G and COVID-19. And there's a post on my Facebook page that was a quote by Dr. Martin Paul, who basically said that the 5G is going to exacerbate the issues with COVID-19. Um, I, you know, we're looking at what they're calling an infection or a virus that is less than the flu. Yeah. And so there's also, I, I put it on my cover page that an MB, MSNBC journalist recently quit and came out and said, I quit. It's not news anymore. It's all CIA propaganda. So right. when you have a media with an agenda that is cooperating with um, whoever, if you want to call it New World Order or industry or corrupt governments or all of the above, uh, we're here. And yeah. um, so now, my, my, uh, my limited knowledge of uh, the connection between 5G and COVID is that 5G weakens our immune system by... Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. uh, what is it? Capturing oxygen from it absorbs, the... Yeah, it absorbs oxygen. So we basically have someone we're sharing the environment with who's an oxygen hog and doesn't care if we fall over dead. And mm. that was one of my first observations, Alon, was watching some of the videos from citizens in Wuhan, apparently. That's what the report was. And, yeah. and this was a perfectly healthy person walking along the sidewalk and they would just face plant right in the concrete. Right. And I'm like, that's oxygen deprivation. You just walked into an area where there was absolutely no oxygen. And that's how fast I believe the body goes, okay, crash. <laughs> so, right, right. Um, and so you, you add a weakened immune uh -huh, system and you uh -huh. add a virus to it that's mm -hmm. going to, you know. Yes, uh, it makes the yeah. virus more wicked. You know, what is yeah. less than the flu now becomes deadly. So, but we, and, and the other thing that's concerning to me is there has been, what I consider a blatant rollout of 5G technology during this shutdown. Yeah, oh yeah, they take advantage. They, they, uh -huh. they put us in house arrest and they, they take advantage <laughs> of that to, yeah. to, to spread it out. The worst for me is that they position a lot of them uh, next to schools. Mm -hmm. Yes, they're actually putting them in some schools and I'm putting up posts periodically saying, look, I strongly suggest that you get an EMF specialist or go buy a meter and check yeah. your kid's school before you put them back. Yeah. Um, you can't taste this stuff, smell it, feel it until it's too late. Um, well, there's more and more studies coming out from mm -hmm. reputable scientists that uh, mm -hmm. 5G is not good for human mm -hmm. beings. Uh, mm -hmm. It's uh, some Brussels actually uh, decreed that mm -hmm. there will not be 5G in Brussels. Mm -hmm. You know, some countries, some cities are already blocking 5G from coming in. Um, mm -hmm. Yes, I've read And, you know, so, you know, you, you have the um, general population say, oh, this is going to be cool. We can, uh, we can download movies in five seconds instead mm -hmm. of, you know, whatever. Who cares? I mean, mm -hmm. you can't you can't even wait a few minutes to to, to download a movie. Uh, yeah. So that's how they try to get you hooked. Um, my my phone is obviously a four G. One concern of mine is that they're going to stop making four G phones, and then the mm -hmm. only choice we'll have is five G. And I refuse to buy five G phones. Yeah, that's probably smart. Yeah. Dr. Buttar says that he estimates uh, a six-month, I guess I'm going to call it a saturation 
uh, period. He's like, it's going to take six months for us to see the full impact. But, you know, I've been saying for two years, this is going to be a horror show. And this is, I believe we were already in trouble before 5G ever got here, just because of the tremendous saturation. And we've got in that map of layers and layers, I actually present um, Mid-America Land Restoration's Facebook post from January the 4th showing that, now bear in mind that an evacuation event for gamma radiation, nuclear radiation, used to be 300 counts per minute. This man put on his page some graphs showing the readings. Um, Colorado Springs, Colorado on January the 4th was mm. 10,000 counts per minute. Wow. Little Rock, Arkansas, 7,500 to 8,000. He's got about 13 graphs on there. And, uh, you know, Fukushima is still rolling out. It's, you know, it hasn't been fixed or addressed. And so uh, it's a, a cataclysmic uh, soup, you know. No, that we, we might want to clarify something. You did mention uh, um, our president uh, blocking the Chinese company, Hugh Wei. I don't mm -hmm. remember that. Well, uh, well, yeah. but, but, but he hasn't blocked uh, other companies from installing 5G. So we're mm -hmm. still... Was still at risk. Are you um, aware of his tweet that Kofifi, either one of you, do you remember that Kofifi tweet? Yeah, that he yeah, did? yeah, yeah. There was, I mean, the, the other side uh, made a big fuss about it. Yes, I Okay, because they thought it, they acted like it was a typo. Yeah. And then they, but um, I watched a, a three hour documentary recently because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very aware of where we are in this story. And right. so it, I kind of feel responsible to, to keep staying aware and a little bit ahead of the step and hollering back, but not sure it's going to, I don't know. I, I don't know what to do here, but okay. So in this, um, this documentary, they pointed out that he did not uh, remove it or say, oops, typo. He doubled down yeah. and said, uh, in spite of lots of negative press, Kofifi dot, 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 enjoy. Mm -hmm. And so it turns out, he says uh, that this, this documentary is reporting that uh, when Donald Trump came into office, he became aware that China had actually created and sold us cheap steel it was inferior steel and they did it knowingly yes mm -hmm. and so he says they've done the same thing with 5g so right. what he did is that he hired a bunch of brainiacs and said tell me how to protect ourselves mm -hmm. and they have come up with this kofifi is actually a formula for cobalt vanadium and iron sandwiched between magnets which neutralizes the harmful impact of 5G. Okay. Now, that's above my head, but I'm happy to know that somebody thinks they can fix this. Right. Um, and it right. gives me hope. And there's other things about this story that would take up too much time here, but I believe there's validity to it. So it's a ray of hope. Right. Um, 
So uh, let's go back to the health uh, side of thing for a while, and then we'll okay. go back to um, uh, how do you recommend uh, people protect their immune system or strengthen their immune system to resist that um, virus? Well, as you and I both know, food is always huge. Got to eat good. You have to eat high-quality, healthy food, and you have to know what's food and what isn't. Um, the other thing, you know, I made some notes last night because I, I knew that that question was going to come up, and then I was thinking this morning, but wait a minute, I, one of the first things that I would want to say is people need to clean up their electrical environment. They need to hardwire their computers. They need to put a, a case on their phone, and they need to keep it in airplane mode. I am going to start advocating strongly that people get a landline. And there's lots of reasons to get a landline. One of them is it tells our government that uh, we want that to be a, a utility that we use, that we want access to. Most of the infrastructure is still there. Um, Anyway, that's another story, but the FCC got sued uh, by the regulators, which was a bunch of attorneys that came out of retirement because they were so angry about this 5G situation, and they came out and sued the FCC because the FCC actually took our money that mm -hmm. was for copper line infrastructure development, <laughs> even into rural areas, and moved that money over to 5G, and they can't do that. These right. are regulators won this lawsuit recently, okay. and they are saying that as a result of that, 5G is no longer profitable. And so now we have the job of trying to get our legislators to understand that you were stolen from, the money was retrieved and put back, now here's what you need to do with it. And... Right. Um, so that's uh, well, there's some more uh, hope there. You I'm know? seeing I'm seeing resistance coming from uh, mm -hmm. <clears throat> from all over the world. Um, I believe the British are more advanced because they've been mm -hmm. already swamped with 5G, and okay. I, I've mm -hmm. seen um, videos of uh, 5G towers being uh, set on fire. And, and yes, me too. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> what? One thing that really, really upset me is when I, I um, and then I understood afterwards why they were doing that, but in some parts of England, they were cutting off trees in, in Europe as mm -hmm. well, in parts mm -hmm. of I Europe, know. cutting off trees yes. because yes. 5G is blocked by trees. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. I mean, destroying nature to, mm -hmm. to encourage this uh, poisonous mm -hmm. technology, just, mm -hmm. I mean, that should drive the environmental people crazy right mm -hmm. so far we mm -hmm. haven't heard too much from these guys well you know what i'm finding alon because i feel like ever since i was injured it's like i've been going down hallways and knocking on doors seeing if i can find anybody awake mm -hmm. anybody willing to help um there is, I believe we have been and are going to be further, if we don't stop it, being changed at a fundamental level by this technology. I believe it is subduing us. And if you think about its relationship to fluoride in the water, the fluoride in the water creates a neurological pathway for aluminum. And then they put aluminum in our deodorant and our baking powder and in some foods and you know, all kinds of stuff. 
And so you've got this perfect storm and then you dial frequency into that. And yes, we become kind of, uh, you know, I, I don't think AI is going to work long term because you can't turn this into a machine. It, it right. won't work. It will fail. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they're dumb enough to try. <laughs> so, well, you yeah. know, one thing I've learned about evil is it's very ignorant and it's very arrogant. And that's what makes it so dangerous. Yeah, they don't have uh, any internal check system. Ignorant, I don't know. But they definitely uh, underestimate the, the human spirit uh, to mm-hmm. be able to, once uh, to start to wake up. I know a group that we've already interviewed in the past, uh, Moms Across America. Yes. Their, their big fight used to be GMOs, and they're switching over to 5G, fighting 5G, mm-hmm. and you, you don't mess with moms, right? No, yeah. Yeah, we remember <laughs> what, they, what the Mothers Against Drunk Drivers did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It actually so, made a difference. So. And, uh, you know, I, I used to stay away from all of this, 5G and vaccines and all of that, but... As I'm uh, starting to understand better the you know uh, implications, mm-hmm. I starting posting against 5G and against uh, vaccine yeah. recently. Yeah. Uh, watch a few videos. Uh, that's one of the silver lining in in a way that um, being confined, you have a lot more time to watch uh, mm-hmm. you know stuff. Mm-hmm. That is, if you're not glued to the TV and the mainstream media. That is. Well, and I do. I think people are waking up. I watch the, you know, Facebook's kind of a, I've been in there, goodness gracious, probably since mid-2000s, and people are waking up. This mm-hmm. this COVID shutdown is actually giving people time to see what's going on around them. And I think more of them are going, wait a minute, I don't want to live in a world where, and I think it's pretty amazing, Bill and Melinda Gates and their foundation and the Peerbright Institute and their uh, incestuous relationships with Dr. Fauci and his history and, you know, it gets... And, and the who, the World Health Association. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's what we have known for a long time, the, the regular people that are locked in their houses are now becoming aware of. And so I think this is um, going to be at our advantage. And I recently right. put a post on Facebook, Alon, that I guess it's been maybe three or four weeks ago. And I said, um, okay, I'm going to go on record because while... I'm looking at a country and and by collateral damage, a world that could be on the precipice of complete implosion financially mm-hmm. and otherwise. Mm-hmm. I cannot get rid of nor deny any longer that I have this warm, fuzzy feeling in my core of my being that something really great is about to happen. Yeah, yeah. Once we go over the hump, because I believe that short term, not only we are facing horrible unemployment levels, 36 mm-hmm. millions as, as of last Thursday, uh, mm-hmm. potentially a, for sure, recession, potentially depression, mm-hmm. similar to awesome. the 1930s. Uh, it's going to take um, a lot of waking up for people to realize that there's more to life than, uh, you know, buying new toys every five minutes. Mm-hmm. I'd like to go back to um, 
um, a feeling that I've had, which is being confirmed more and more, which is from the beginning of this crisis, I had the feeling that we were led by the nose and manipulated by um, NGOs like the World Health Association, mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. UN, mm -hmm. uh, the, the new gods, the scientists, mm -hmm. you know, uh, um, one thing I noticed pretty early on how the CDC was dragging its feet, the CDC and the FDA dragging their feet to uh, bring uh, mask proper protection equipment, denying the, the virus was actually dangerous for a few weeks before they flipped. Um, you know, I know I'm going to sound like, uh, you know, conspiracy theory. Do you think all of this was kind of planned and organized beforehand? Well, it appears to be. I mean, that's what the evidence says. When I look and see that um, Bill Gates owns a patent to the virus mm -hmm. and that it was several years ago. And then in October, they ran a, a pandemic kind of uh, model to see what would happen. And yes. You know, um, and then he believes there's too many humans and then he wants to make a vaccine for us. You know, it kind of starts, you start putting all the pieces together. And that's what I think is interesting is that he pushed so hard that a petition to investigate him for crimes against humanity at whitehouse.gov garnered over half a million signatures. Wow. And yeah. Uh, there was a um, some sort of, I don't know how they term it over there, but someone in Italy that stood up at what would I think would be equivalent to our congressman or a representative yeah, yeah. stood up and called for the same thing, that they be investigated yeah. for crimes. So he may have drawn a lot of attention to himself in the wrong way. <laughs> so oh, now and, people and, start seeing him for who he is, but... That's the one thing I can't help um, wonder. Is who made him the boss of uh, the mm -hmm. COVID-19? I mm -hmm. mean, all of a sudden, mm -hmm. he's all over the place mm -hmm. claiming that yes. we all need to be vaccinated. We all need right. to be tracked. We all, right. you know, it's like we're, we're looking at, you know, obviously new world order control. Mm -hmm. the, the global is trying to control the, the, the mm -hmm. people, the mm -hmm. people. So we go from... A vaccine. What I also didn't understand is how the politicians were so quick to overreact and shut the whole economy down mm -hmm. worldwide. Not just, you mm -hmm. know, obviously yeah. you saw a progression, right? It started yeah. in China and moved to Europe and then eventually it came here, Australia. But the reaction was the same everywhere. Politicians, whether it's ministers, you know, presidents, whatever, they all shut down their economies out of fear mm -hmm. of being sick. And what doesn't make any sense is we've gone through multiple pandemics over the mm -hmm. years, the past 20 years for sure, and we never shut down the economy mm -hmm. ever. Mm -hmm. Even during the Spanish flu, the economy was not shut down. And the, the main reason why so many people died because it was right after World War One, and there was a lot of, you know, very... Um, um, already weakened, weakened and sick people and so on and so forth, but they even they didn't even shut down the economy then. So they, uh, you know, like you said, um, a virus that, you know, is not necessarily more dangerous than the SARS or the MERS or 
or even Ebola or you know, slightly, possibly slightly more dangerous than the regular flu. And, and um, we have uh, either recovery rate or um, you know, of 99.7%, so 0.03 death rate. And we shut down the whole world mm -hmm, for that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that should tell us what? That that is not what this is really about. No. And I honestly believe that if you're going to, and I'm a person that I, I, I pick things up and look at it from several angles and see what I see and what smells right, <laughs> you know, and what smells rotten. And if you own the media and you hate Donald Trump, yeah. and, you know, he just, he just did a trade deal with China that, um, you know, they've been raping this country for a long time because all of his predecessors gave China our jobs. They gave, I mean, right. they gave them the, the consumers. They gave them everything. You know, Walmart was founded on Made in the USA. You know, right. do y'all remember that? Yep. Everything in the store was made in the USA. I bet you can't find five items in there now made in the USA. You know, yeah. so they, think, they switched on us. I think that um, one movement that's starting to gain some speed is uh, let's get back to made in the USA Absolutely. And, uh, mm -hmm. and, and, and by American. And right. I suspect that this, this is going to spread out through, uh, through the world, uh, stop buying Chinese, mm -hmm. you know, uh, pay a little more if you have to. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Because you know, typically when you buy Chinese stuff, typically not always, but typically it's cheap stuff that's not going to last very long. Right. You're right. going to have to buy it again. So right. buy something good, quality, solid mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. can be fixed here in this country without having mm -hmm. to be you know shipped back, God knows where, and um, and put the money back into our economy. Uh, of course, you already, you, you're going to have people say, well, it's too complicated to bring back factories to America. No. And I say, well, uh, Trump already convinced a few of them to, uh -huh. to come back. So, yeah. you know, yeah. um, probably a little, a little pressure, a little incentive, a little pressure, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. a little bit of carrot and the stick and combination. And some, not, not all, some company um, either bring back uh, jobs to America or there's they're moving away from China. For example, Apple uh, moved this um, uh, operation out of China to into India, which doesn't India, help right. us. Mm -hmm. Doesn't help us very much. But it's at least it's a. Uh, so we have. Um, I think we're also going to see a, uh, a more nationalistic movement throughout the world, where all yeah, this globalist, all this globalist crap is not going to fly anymore. People are going to mm -hmm. want. Mm -hmm. to regroup and, and you know, mm -hmm. buy local, it's what, use yeah. local, yeah. And that's what I love about being up here. Um, and it's, we've got a freezer coming, by the way, can't find a, a 17 to, or to 20 cubic foot freezer for 250 miles. Oh. So right. um, we had to order one six weeks ago and it will be here. And then I'm going to start, and there's, there are probably at least a dozen farms, but meat producers, no antibiotics, no hormones, uh, grass-fed, um, etc. that kind of level. There's, I don't know, there's probably eight or ten of them 
two my, two hours away. So mother and I are going to take the, the truck and some ice chest and head off to some farms one day after the freezer gets here. But um, I think that's also what's waking people up is they saw that the people that say that they care about us. And, you know, I, it really angers me because our government's supposed to represent the people. This is supposed to be a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. And it mm has -hmm. turned into a government that's in bed with industry, for industry, and by industry. Um, yeah, I and asked bought, my, bought, yeah all, most of our politicians are bought and paid for uh -huh, on, mm -hmm. on both sides, by the way, both sides. Right. Uh, right. Not just yeah. Oh, I agree. I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they, you know, they're smart. They spread the money out. You know, let's buy a little on yeah. this side. Let's buy on this side, so that uh, they get what they want, which typically mm -hmm. corporations want uh, laws that benefits them and not us, not the little people. Um, that yeah. that changed a while back when the Supreme mm -hmm. Court allowed corporations to be treated like a person, people, right? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. a person, right? Mm -hmm. uh, they are a soulless I, person. <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah. problem. That that corporation is without a soul, and so. And, and I think people are starting to realize that mm -hmm. that um, mm -hmm. you know, and this is something I've been telling my son for a long time. I said, if if stuff hit the fan, don't count on the government to come and save you. Mm -mm. Count, mm -hmm. count on you. Count on your neighbors. Right. So be right. nice to your neighbors. Right. Because they're going to well, be there to help and vice versa. You're going to help them because you can't count on the government because the only interest they have is their own, you know, especially well, and politicians. That's, that's what I love about the place up here. It, it does. It feels like, I mean, we just arrived November the 7th. It was our, our first, we didn't finish the trip. We had to come in small trucks because you can't get a moving van down here to this house. And mm -hmm. um, so just over the winter, November to end of January, we were in the process of moving. And so we have been here, I guess we're going on seven months now. And I can pick up the phone and have help in probably three phone calls, maybe one. Yeah. Um, that, that sense of neighbor is yeah. here. Yeah. I didn't have that in Austin. You know, I probably, if I went over to a neighbor's house in Austin, I think they would be like, well, you know, maybe here it, it's, how can I help? Yeah. And it, and it brings, what's interesting, it brings that out in me. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, well, if you're going to treat me that way, then I'm going to respond. Yeah. Um, and by the way, we went to the farmer's market the one day that it didn't rain and out of seven people we met, five were from Texas. Oh, okay. <laughs> and one man just bought the canoe and kayak part of the business that's at a little hotel downtown. Yeah. And he's from Austin. Right. So we're all finding our way up here. <laughs> so uh, uh, I'm, I'm getting the feeling that the Texans are doing what the Californians used to do with them. <laughs> <laughs> they move up. They move up the coast to Oregon and, and, yes. and Washington State, right? Yes. So yeah. Texans. So I'll be in um, when I come and visit you. I'll be in uh, Nome territory, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's I'm, wonderful. I'm, I'm still a city boy at heart, uh, but for a while I was considering uh, Bastrop as a kind of a yeah. little bit out of the way, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't really decided anything. I'm just. Uh, kind of playing around with the idea, but... Um, well, we love wanna... it up here. 
We just love it. I mean, the taxes, let's see, in Austin, my mother's home on one acre in Granada Hills, southwest Austin, eight miles from downtown. Her taxes were $10,000 a year. Wow. Here we're on, yeah, Mark's, <laughs> Mark grabbed his heart. Uh, mm -hmm. Here we are on 28 acres. That is stunning in beauty. There is a little all-weather strip. I mean, it's it's not a stream, but it's it's flowing enough. When it rains, it will actually uh, it gets pretty active. But um, if you look out either side of this house, out the window, the the land goes. It, it, we're at the bottom of a V. Hmm. So if you look out that window, the land goes almost straight up and almost straight up this way. So hmm. it's a half a mile driveway down from the road. So you can't see the house. You right. can't see it in the way they did this driveway. You can't see the house until you come down and actually make the last turn. And then you can see a roof. Hmm. So it's, it is, uh, there's a sign at the entrance that calls it the hiding place. Mm. And it was actually named after this was built and inspired and named after Corey Ten Boom and her story. And she was hiding the Jews when she was um, alive, her and her sister, and ended up in a, uh, a Nazi camp, concentration camp. And mm. her sister died there. But anyway, it's a, it's a very fitting house and a fitting narrative for <laughs> where right. God sent me and what was going on. It's like, I'm putting you right. in the hiding place. And so, and yet um, you're not that far from town. No, I'm not. And there's uh, Harrison is um, 18 miles and it takes about 35 minutes to get there. And it's 13,000 people. And you have a Walmart and a health food store and some Mexican restaurants that aren't anything like, Tex-Mex, so right. Um, anyway, uh, the, uh, the lady, one of the ladies, and I at the farmers market, we were. I said, "My goodness, if there's so many Texans here, we need to have a Texas festival." Yeah, and I said, <laughs> you know, and she said, you know, that'd be great. We could do it at the community center at Mount Sherman, and I said, "Yep, we're gonna cook barbecue, potato salad, and all the stuff that they don't do here, like that we do it there." Yeah, and we're yeah. going to have to have a Tex-Mex day, and so. <laughs> okay, so getting yeah. back to getting back to business here, uh, one <laughs> of the challenges that a lot of people have where confined is uh, mental and emotional challenges. What, do you have any mm -hmm. suggestions with that? You know, um, Again, it goes back to clean up your electrical environment, clean up your food, get knowledge. Because to me, the more you know, the more you have, you can actually act on. Mm -hmm. Ignorance is really scary. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes, because that's, they, that's they, just they, an absence of knowledge. They want to keep us in fear. So mm -hmm. we, we're paralyzed. Yes. Mm -hmm. So knowledge, yeah. knowledge is power. Right. So I say, if you don't know how to eat healthy, learn, do it, uh, change yeah. your life, clean out your pantry, make a commitment, be radical, <laughs> because if you're not radical, it's not going to stick. Um, that's how I do it anyway, is that I do things radically and then I, you don't let it back in. So, mm. um, and then you learn how to live according to the new standard of convictions that you have. Yeah. So, by so local, get knowledge, diet. Um, yeah, I am... By, do what? 
Buy local and fresh. Buy local and fresh. Um, I am a big advocate of grounding and earthing. I'm uh, and and you know my computer. I'm sitting here. So and this all affects our health because if your electrical environment is not healthy, then you have high levels of oxidative stress. So every bit of grounding and earthing that you can do actually contributes electrons because oxidative stress is basically a group of molecules that's missing an electron. So the more you're grounded and the more you um, are in touch with the earth and those attributes of the earth that we need, such as magnetism and um, other stuff, then uh, the, the better off you are. So I'm sitting here. I have a, a grounding sheet on my bed. I have a grounded pillowcase. I have a laptop. Um, and so it has a shield wrapped around it. And I buy a lot of this stuff at lessemf.com. Mm -hmm. And um, it's got a, a radiation screen in front of it that's grounded. It's got an external keyboard that's grounded and I'm sitting on a grounding pad and here's my blue light blocker glasses, which I normally wear, but I didn't want the reflection, yeah. which keeps your body because these looking at these screens actually uh, prevents your body from producing melatonin, which prevents deep sleep. And that's where we get our restorative sleep. So, um, in the book, I actually went, I shared, there's 20 pages of uh, information on what I, you know, do to stay well and some of the supplements I take. I'm a big believer in vitamin D. Um, yes. And uh, I take selenium to help me um, absorb and utilize iodine. And I take iodine because we have radiation coming at us in so many different forms that yeah. it will protect the thyroid. So um, I take a really quality health food um, store vitamin, multivitamin, mm. multimineral. Um, and let's see. Oh, <laughs> I was laughing at myself. Had you ever watched Kevin Costner in 10 Cup? And he, mm. he was a struggling golf pro, Mark saying yes. And he had a cap on and there was some sort of like a plumb bob hanging here and he had something, a face mask and he had stuff on his clubs and it was just, and that's kind of how I feel. I have um, a magnetic bracelet which has the Schumann resonance embedded in it. I have a magnetic bracelet around my ankle because when we're in touch with the earth, we that's what we're doing is we're being fed magnetic energy. Mm. Um, so anywhere we can get that is a, a good way to bring it into your world. So keeping the body healthy, knowing how to do that and doing it. Um, right. I don't drink soft drinks. Uh, they are incredibly dehydrating and water is a huge factor in staying healthy, um, mm -hmm. and helping yes. your body flush the toxins. So, um, yeah, yeah, a few months ago, we interviewed this lady in, I um, can't remember who it was, Idaho, uh, I, I, I believe, uh, where they um, they bring out, um, uh, what is it called, um, source water, you know, from deep down, like 16, 1,600 uh -huh. feet down. Uh -huh. And um, wow. I've, I've been drinking this for, for the past six months now. So mm. uh, I, was, I was about to cancel that and then, I read a posting uh, again, maybe it was yours about 
uh, or against fluoride and I realized, say, well, maybe I should not cancel yeah. and keep on drinking this very, yeah. very clean. Not only is it very clean, but it also is um, alkaline. Alkaline. Yeah. yeah, good. So they, they put on the packaging and say, this is uh, it's like medicine, you know. It's, yeah. It's, it's healing water. Yeah, so, it's um, important. Well, we bought a, a Berkey up here, you know, in Austin, we used um, Hill Country Springs because they, they are actually a local spring. Yeah. And I think it's important for our bodies to eat local as well as drink local. So I like yeah. that aspect of it. And uh, here, that's not an option. So we bought a Berkey filter and they do put fluoride. We have city water and they yeah. do put fluoride in it. So we bought a Berkey and put um, the, the fluoride and arsenic filters in the bottom and it tastes wonderful. Um, and so I, I do things to adjust the alkalinity and, um, Himalayan crystal salt, I think is really important to stay healthy. I think it gives, um, I, it's not, if you think of it as like salting your food, it's, that's the wrong thinking. I think it's, um, a mineral salt is how right. I think of it. Like you'd give a cow you know yeah. so yeah um yeah anyway. i understand that mark is putting a little pinch of uh, himalayan salt in his drinking water yeah as a yeah. you know alkalizing and also mm -hmm. uh, help uh, feed the, the cells because we are what 70 percent water yes and we're and highly we're electrical <laughs> we highly need electrical. minerals we need yeah. minerals you know yeah. big time so and the body when it gets acidic, which it does under oxidative load, then it becomes more acidic. And so you, you know, we now, it's like I say in the book that we live in a world now that you can't be ignorant. And if you're going to survive this thing, you better get to figuring out what they're doing and how to address it. Um, otherwise you're going to, you're not going to make it. <laughs> well, which, which, which uh, goes in the way we were talking, which is uh, stress and fear are, highly acidic yes yes yeah and there's you know somebody got mad at me because after about a month i put up a post and said if i had a business i'd open it and that was about two days before that salon over owner in dallas did that yeah. and yeah. i was like yay for you girl and uh, one of my friends in austin she's a yoga teacher extremely liberal I have a lot of liberal friends that love and admire me and they want to choke me. <laughs> so <laughs> she falls in this category and right. uh, she wrote me and goes, you want to take that attitude to the front lines? And I was like, well, I'm willing to talk to you about it, but pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Why? And she's like, I have a friend that has COVID and she's suffering and she's in New York. And I wrote back and said, well, first of all, Somebody told her she has COVID. Yeah. That's way different than she has COVID. And I said, and the psychological aspect of telling the right person or the wrong person that they have it can give them symptoms. I mean, we know this. This is not any new science. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and I said, and the other thing that you don't recognize is what else do they have in New York? And she's like, what? And I said, 5G. Yeah. You know, they've got some antennas and some, they, they showed on one video, this, it was a metal, it, it just looked like it was probably, I, I, if I put my arms around it, I could probably reach side to side. And it looked like a big cylinder that had been flattened. And it's, 
it's in their metro area. And I'm like, nobody even knows what's in it. Right. And I'm like, this is insane. They, and that's kind of my beef with my state rep up here. I've gotten his ear and um, he's willing to help. And he wanted to do an opt out law. And I said, that's not going to help. I said, Corpus Christi, Texas, the energy company where there is an opt out law in Texas on these meters uh, they, a friend of mine called who has rheumatoid arthritis and a legitimate reason to not want that meter on her house. And they told her that's not their policy. And mm. I said to this state rep, I said, what they just <clears throat> said was, we don't have to obey the law. Mm. No, but they have to obey the consumer. You see, yes. when, when you take on a, um, any type of utility service, you're in a contract and they can't change right. the terms of the contract without your agreement. Right. And so they don't care. Don't agree, you know, Mm -hmm. yeah, if you don't if they don't agree first they they are um, not honoring the contract mm -hmm. um, and if they continue not to agree you can hold them liable um, and make the um, make them prove that the what they're installing will not harm you mm -hmm. you well we haven't got to prove it they've got to prove it won't harm us before before they can enforce it on us I agree with you a hundred percent that that's the way the world should work. No, it's but just that's not commerce. If you know how to use the law of commerce, it's just so easy. But well, and that's what in I think that's what the empower movement is is doing. Um, yes. But here, here we have a uh, a utility corporation which is a actually a legal monopoly, and in exchange for being a legal not monopoly, they get their prices regulated, and they claim to be member owned. And there is a I've had three people here in town tell me this and I've also found it on a in a lawsuit online that they have actually locked their members out of public meetings this is not just this utility corporate oh, corporate that's, that's, that's it's big business standard right away through oh it, it's just it's it's horrible it's illegal you can't that's, do that's, that that's when you drop commercial liens on them well, um, I don't know how to do that. And I think that's, again, I think that's what Empower Movement's doing. And I think they're about to take their movement online is my understanding. Right. So we'll see if Kathy, that moves forward. Kathy, did, you re uh, did I send you uh, the link to that website called Freedom Talk uh, Taker? Freedom yes, Taker? you did. Yeah. Is that Jerry okay. Day? Uh, yeah, and they have a lot of information about EMF help mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and and forms that you can use to counter uh, you know, no, notice of liability for unsafe utility I, uh -huh. and so on and so forth. You can but, use all of that. Yeah, just, just come, come that, here's the that. thing: they don't care. No, they I don't. I mean, I can't, I can't find any. Listen, I called a. Um, I, I got in touch with a man here. He's in Little Rock. He's uh, part of the Department of Labor. He's the chief inspector for the Board of Electrical Examiners and Licensing. Really wonderful 70-year-old man, very candid, very straightforward, honest. And when I said, look, I'm hearing a constant high-pitched squeal here. And I said, sometimes it gets pretty invasive. And, um, and I, a neighbor hears it and another man in town hears it and said, yeah, she's right. And it started after they installed these meters. Mm. And so I found out these are called pure tones and they're actually illegal according to the EPA. They are determined to be ubiquitous noise pollution. 
And this man, uh, Charles Covington, at the, the chief inspector said, if you're hearing that, it means there's a problem. And I said, well, somebody better do something. Somebody that matters. And he's like, well, our office doesn't have any jurisdiction. And I'm like, that's what I have found all the way up this ladder. It started out with me asking the utility corporation to accommodate me according. I am a member of a protected class now with this disability. Hmm. You can't ignore me. You can't blow me off. You have to accommodate me if possible. They said no in writing. They mocked me. They blew off my University of Texas MD's letter of medical necessity. Um, the Disability Rights Group of Arkansas said, you are, your request for accommodation and my willingness to send in a picture of my meter readings on my hardwired, shielded, and grounded computer once a month is perfectly reasonable. He's the legal director for disability rights. So when they wouldn't do it, he said, okay, file a complaint with Fair uh, Housing of Arkansas, Fair Housing Commission. I did. The guy took my complaint and said, oh, if you have a letter from a doctor, that's what we respond to. A week later, I get a letter that says, I'm sorry, we have no jurisdiction. The complaint then went to HUD. And HUD took my case and HUD looked it over. And three weeks later, I got a letter that said, sorry, we have no jurisdiction. So I went to my EMF injured forum of people like me and said, hey, this is what I'm finding. What, are, what, what do y'all got to say? And one person replied and said, about a dozen of us had very strong cases and we all filed the complaint through ADA and then the Department of Energy and the, uh, I'm sorry, DOJ and the Department of Energy. And it sat there for two years, and we all within a week of each other got a letter that said, I'm sorry, we no longer have jurisdiction. So what these criminals have done is they have pulled jurisdiction from every agency for us to report their crimes. Mm. And so it, and, uh, it, they're not going to get away with it. Long time the term, they're not going to get away with it. It's a question of, which method are we going to use to take them down? So, right. or all that's of the why, above. That's why they paid the lobbyists uh, big, big bucks, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, so there's no way to sue them in court. Um, well, you know, I was watching um, um, Dr. Deborah Davis last year, and she had a five-part uh, YouTube thing on genocide and it was like genocide parts one through five and in one of them and I was thinking about that this morning I, I took a screenshot where she showed that the American Bar Association uh, sent a statement to oh boy it might have been the World Health Organization or some agency like that and said that our commitment is to the green movement well the green movement means every bit of this smart grid smart technology smart cities smart everything yeah but you know about a month ago i saw that google actually abandoned a smart city project they completely walked away from it yeah. you know yeah. about it mark yeah yeah it was it was no longer profitable yeah and so we have i mean They've got some real problems, <laughs> so I'm not sure they're going to be able to complete the agenda. And I put up a post recently and said, looks like God's going to save our sorry honeys one more time. So, um, 
you know, and I do. It's, it's, it, I told Mother, it, it, it feels like to me I'm watching the epic battle between good and evil. Mm. And it is. It's at a, mm. a peak yeah. point. So And we, we uh, our job, uh, Mark and I and you and other people is to try to educate and awaken people mm -hmm. to that issue. And mm -hmm. trust me, once people are going to lose their job left and right, yeah. which is going to happen, it's already happening, but it's going to get worse in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Or a lot of people are in uh, suspended animation, I would call it, because they are currently receiving unemployment benefits, which, mm -hmm. will end at, mm -hmm. which will end in July. And once that is done, uh, it's already said that half the companies will not rehire reopen. Mm -hmm. uh, because they cannot afford to reopen. Mm -hmm. They cannot afford to run their business at 50% capacity or less. Um, and, and, and some corporations will also lay off people because they realize that, you know, working for home is works out for them. So they yeah. don't have, right. they don't, they don't have to pay for office space. They don't have to, um, and then, you know, all they do, maybe, uh, they reduce the office space and then they do a rotating schedule where people mm -hmm. only mm -hmm. show up like maybe mm -hmm. one or two days a week and so on. So a lot of people that thought they were safe, all of a sudden they're going to be faced with, uh, mm -hmm. you know, a, a second wave of unemployment. And that's when uh, stuff is going to hit the fan, where people are starting to go, my God, you know, uh, what's going on here? And as you know, I would say 90% of the population doesn't have uh, $1,000 uh, saved away. Right. So they're already struggling to pay their rents and, uh, and buy food. I mean, the food lines are tremendous all over the country already. Wow. They're not reporting that, are they? Oh, no. I mean, uh, I saw a video mm. here in Austin, there's someone driving along a food line to, towards the Central Texas uh, Food Bank, and it was about three miles long. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, see, I was, haven't seen that. There was another uh, well-known video in San Antonio, same thing. Yeah, miles. now I heard that about San Antonio, and I called a friend of mine who's in Austin but has family in San Antonio and asked him to check it out. And I just realized he never answered. So maybe he never got, right. never heard anything so, about you know, it. not to the end of it yet. That's why. Pardon me? Yeah. He's not got to the end of the line yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's, it's, it's a sad case to hear that within less than two weeks of the shutdown, people were already lining up for food, mm -hmm. you know, and mm -hmm. it's like, so part of me was like, you mean you you didn't save money in case stuff happened? People don't. So so one no. thing I, I I made a comment to to the effect that you know in that line of call I saw plenty of new cars, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. you can you mm -hmm. can afford to buy a new car mm -hmm. and pay mm -hmm. three or four hundred dollars a month mm -hmm. in uh, in payment, mm -hmm. but yet you can afford to buy food. How does that make any sense? Well, it's the American way. Everybody took everything for granted. And I do think that this is going to be a really great wake up because yeah. they're seeing now that, well, you know, I, I looked at my, because I, I do, I have some wonderful liberal friends and I'm like, why do we see the world so different? And I really believe that it boils down to 
they believe the government is here to take care of us. And I believe that's a complete lie. Yeah. And that we have, that's what they were supposed to do. But they wow. have turned into our pimps and we are the hookers. And right. they sell but, us off to the Johns, the corporate Johns. And, and, so. and the thing is, the thing that people should be aware, if they do take care of us, like some, uh, like some people have been suggesting giving $2,000 uh, a mm-hmm. month to, to everybody until mm-hmm. this thing blows off, that's socialism. And that is enslaving. Oh. They're, slave, they're enslaving people because oh. now all of a sudden you don't want to do work. anything. Well, you don't want to work and you also don't want to complain too much because if you do, then they're going to take the money away from you. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's where we are already. And they're already kind of, I think, doing a litmus test to see how far we'll go, you know. Yeah. But Um, I mean, one one piddly $1,200 check once mm -hmm. is not going to... In 11 weeks. And where did I read that they gave themselves $54,741 each? (laughs) You know, it's like, oh yeah, Mark went, what? (laughs) Yeah. And and, and, and meanwhile... And They're meanwhile, just, they give yeah. they give billions they give billions of dollars to corporations that have done nothing but mm-hmm. Planned uh, Parenthood use, got eighty one billion, right? Is that right or million? Yes, something like no, yeah. not billion, millions, yeah, million. Uh, but also um, companies, corporations that use all their cash to buy back stocks so that the value of their shares would go up, so mm-hmm. they get richer and richer, and they want the government to save them. I say hell no. Mm-hmm. You know, you mm-hmm. didn't do what you were supposed to do and use mm-hmm. your investors' money responsibly. Now, mm-hmm. you're on your own. Well, and that's what they're doing with some of these states, too, that Trump said, no, some of these states are asking for money because they mismanaged theirs for the yeah. last 10 years. And so. And but, uh, not, yeah. to, not to probably long, but I've noticed that most of these states are liberal states. I wasn't going to say that, but. <laughs> I will let you do it. It's your show. (laughs) I have said it. I mean, there's. I mean, you can. You look at California, Illinois, Mm -hmm. Washington Uh State, Oregon, Mm -hmm. uh, New York, New Jersey. All of these states are in trouble, and they're Mm -hmm. the one begging for money. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't see that in Texas and and other. The other side. I, I mean, I'm now like a big fan of. Yeah, uh, I'm a libertarian, so I'm in somewhere in between. But um, it is seems to be a fact that the Republican-led state seems to manage their money a lot better than the mm-hmm. the Democrat states. Yeah. You know, and of course, it's a little too easy to you know blame uh, everything on liberals, but. The leadership, for sure, is behaving like morons and clowns. Mm-hmm. Well, they're they're thieves and criminals, and they're trying to protect their herd. You know, truly, yeah. we are their hookers. <clears throat> so yeah. they use and utilize us, and that is, you know, when you think about what this country was founded on, and that our uh, I've got a list over here because I try to keep myself mindful of it. Your unalienable rights. Yeah. Which reminds me, you know, and they say that these are not rights given to us by a government. They're rights given to us by our creator God. This right. is not, you know, <laughs> they don't get to do. All, and that's why I'm like, oh, Mark, 
I, I went down this list one day and said, let me see how many things they're violating here. A lot. I've got a, a stack over here. It's on the that blog. I think it starts out with what is 5G, but it goes into an 89-page reference list of um, the laws that are being broken. So mm, it, yes. it, this is going to call for a revolution of some sort. Yeah, yeah some, some, uh, somebody posted on Facebook the other day, um, uh, you know, my position on face mask is that uh, while I'm walking around in the, uh, out in the open and everything, I will not wear a mask, okay? Mm -hmm. That's, mm -hmm. you know, and I will stay at the distance from people. If people are concerned, I will not. Now, if I go into a grocery store, I will put the mask for, you know, whatever long it takes. Usually, I don't stay very long anyway. But I just refuse to wear the mask like some people. I see people are, uh, driving wearing the mask. By themselves. Riding, <laughs> no, by themselves. Riding their bicycles, running, uh -huh. w walking in the parks with the mask. It's like, mm -hmm. for God's sake, you know. Um, no. But they've been yeah, so brainwashed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I get it. <laughs> it's so, very disturbing, so, isn't it? So, but the thing is, and the thing that annoys me to no end is the fact that they are trying to convince us that we're criminals by not wearing a mask, mm -hmm. right? I, did it's you like, see the video of the people yelling at the woman in the grocery store? Yeah. She yeah, was yeah. not wearing a mask and they all were. And I mean, it was this, it was about to get violent. And I thought, yeah. oh my gosh, look what they've done. Yeah, you give people that, a tiny bit of knowledge. They, I call that brainwashing. They've been mm -hmm. brainwashed. So mm -hmm. first of all, the government told us we don't need masks, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. even even Fauci yeah. said that. Yeah. Uh, and all of a sudden yeah. now we all have to wear the mask. Yeah. And the and and the worst part is it's it's bringing out the worst in some people because now you have people writing out. Other people not wearing the mask, mm -hmm. you know, actually calling mm -hmm. and say, "Hey, you, know, my neighbor's not wearing a mask, so you should." <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. it's true. I mean, it's true, and uh, let that lead us leads us to another issue, which is the whole um, uh, tracking. Now you know, I don't know if you know, but uh, you know, they're trying to track you on the, on mm -hmm. your cell phone if you uh, if you have or been exposed to you know, potential uh, contamination, um, they will um, call you once, the, once the, the apps tell them that you've been in contact with uh, infected people, they will call you and ask for personal information, uh, address, date of birth, you know, state of health, blah, blah, blah. Personal information you should not share with yeah. anyone unless, you know, and uh, and then all of a sudden you'll be on the on the on major, the list uh, mm -hmm. on the on the database that mm -hmm. they will use later on to come and say oh by the way since you've been infected you have to be vaccinated mm -hmm. right since so you've been a, exposed to someone right, who yeah. has it right so you mm -hmm. there's a progression of mm -hmm. you know controlling and mm -hmm. uh, tagging controlling and then some mm -hmm. some people even said that. Actually, uh, Bill Gates says that, um, you know, everyone vaccine should be tagged so that we know mm -hmm. the uh, we know mm -hmm. the good people from the people that refuse to be vaccine. Right. Yeah. And he's got a vaccine tattoo that he's going to put on. I'm telling you what I am. I am so happy that I no longer have a cell phone. Yeah. 
you can't even get a cell signal down here at the house. Yeah. One of the things that I tested with mother one day is um, in Austin, if we talked about pizza in front of the computer, then pizza ads start coming up. Y'all know that, right? On Facebook. <laughs> right. Here, that doesn't happen. We talked about a few things on purpose. We're very careful about, you know, knowing where our, where we are in our environment now. And I said, so I want to run a test. And so we talked about some specific things to see, and it doesn't come up because we are in nowhere. Yeah. I mean, so, um, and once the trees come out, some people with a Verizon phone could get a signal down here at the house uh, in the driveway when there was no leaves on the tree. Now that there are leaves on the trees and honey, I'm sitting literally in a little pocket of forest. Right. Um, so you can't get a signal. So it's, it's interesting because no, they can't seem to hear us through our computers here. So, right. right. So, um, uh, yeah. you know, moving along, we, uh, we did the approach or we mentioned vaccines. So, Mm -hmm. um, first of all, do you really believe that they will come up with a vaccine, which is you know, typically it takes, you know, 12 to 18, 18 months, months yeah. and, and it would be an unproven vaccine because mm -hmm. they wouldn't have really, and mm -hmm. a vaccine has not been proven to, not only they have not been proven to be safe, they, um, mm -hmm. They have now been proven to really keep you healthy because no, these are not vitamins. These are not vitamins. So, so let's talk about vaccine and what's in them and what could make us even sicker if we take the vaccine. Well, this is first of all a um, a, a therapeutic product that is made by corporations with a criminal track record. Mm -hmm. That's very disturbing. Yeah. Um, they have complete legal immunity, so you can't sue them if they maim you. Yeah. They can't uninject it. So this is, uh, well, this is insanity is what it is. It's not America. And so we know that they have human DNA, animal DNA, uh, heavy metals, um, polysorbate 80, which they know causes cancer. I mean, um, mercury. I mean, uh, yeah, heavy metals. I mean, this is insane. Um, so <laughs> I put on a YouTube, there was a, a question, and that, and my reply was we now live on 28 acres. And the first, one of the first things we did was install a gate, and you have to have a code to get in here. If you show up down at this house, I'm going to assume that you're trespassing and there will be a shot fired over your head. No questions. Right. Um, well, if you're tall, tough. Do what? If, you are if you're tall, tall, that's tough. <laughs> well, there's a sign that mother wants to, to paint and put on the driveway that sa it says, due to the cost of ammo, there will be no warning shot. <laughs> 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 um, at the gate, we did put one up that's shaped like a, a tombstone, and it says "R.I.P." at the bottom, and says we don't call nine one one. And there's two pistols pointed at each other. Uh, we're going to put one down here near the house when you make that final turn that says you are now in range. And 
what is so funny is to watch my mother because we bought this house from the most precious little Christian woman. I bet this house has never even had a cuss word spoken in it. And she had little things that she left for us that had scriptures on them and about peace and all that stuff. And I started, I missed the opportunity, may go back and get it, of mother taking these things down and putting up signs that basically say, you know, <laughs> stand back. <laughs> so it's kind of funny to watch it change ownership, but it's, we are living in different times now. Right, um, right. And, and so... Uh, Luckily, you moved into a state that allows uh, for yes. fire, firearms. Yes. Yeah. I remember the, the comment you made one time about uh, your shotgun is right next to your yoga mat. Yeah, it was leaning up in the corner of my bedroom, the shotgun and the yoga mat, for four months yeah. before I saw it and laughed at it. I was like, that's <laughs> kind of funny. And I thought, well, both of them are really important tools to get me through this world we live in. So. That's for sure. So yeah. um, back to the vaccine. So uh, I already know your answer, but I'm just mm -hmm. going to ask, uh, do you believe that vaccine uh, is going to be a solution to this case? Absolutely not. Right. No. I do. I'm curious to see how many people are brainwashed enough to accept it. Well, you know, like... like it's everybody it, like, wearing the mask. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, pretty much. That's what yeah. that is. That's actually a yeah. social study. That's a feasibility study. <laughs> that's what yes, it is. <laughs> How many people can we sell this vaccine to? <laughs> Everybody wearing a mask. So. Well, you know, you create fear, then you uh, brainwash mm -hmm. people, and then uh, mm -hmm. they'll be happy to be vaccinated, yeah, actually. Bring the solution. Right. Yeah. And, and another side effect, which uh, not a lot of people uh, seem to realize, is that this whole issue is also a very divisive issue mm -hmm. us against them again mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know like there was not mm -hmm. enough already right. so that's another right. way for the rich and powerful mm -hmm. to divide mm -hmm. us you know mm -hmm. the, mm -hmm. the pro mass the, the pro vaccine against the anti-max and uh, you know um, someone even posted one of my liberal friends uh, you know wearing a mask is not unconstitutional which is wrong I mean it's it's mm -hmm. illegal force anybody since it's not a law it's only a suggestion it's mm -hmm. against the law to you know uh, force someone to to do something against their will in this particular case yep well and and injecting them with a vaccine takes that statement to a whole nother level yeah. you know this is just no we're not going to do that and that's you know i don't like to be this radical sometimes but i every once in a while i pull out the statement that says some things are worth dying for. Right. And so, you know, I'm not going to live in this country, kind of country. I'm not going to. You can try to do whatever you want to, but I'm going to donate my life to trying to take somebody that is important out with me mm. <laughs> to make a statement. But I'm not going to live under tyrannical rule. I'm not going to do it. No. So. No, you know, there's, um, there's actually a lot of job offers out there for... Uh, <laughs> jobs to track people yeah. to track contact other tracers yeah contact snitches tracers. yeah snitches yeah. <laughs> snitches and and when people are desperate because they lost their jobs mm -hmm. they will take the jobs mm -hmm. and um, mm -hmm. just like you know. the brown shirts i mean this is just a, a complete replay it's just a different setting right right yeah. when people are desperate for you know mm -hmm. when they pay these jobs are paid 20 dollars an hour 
Um, it's, it's, it's described because a friend of mine posted something about it in Austin. It's described as a part-time from-home job, job, so mm -hmm. it's not full-time. It's, it's kind of a contract job. There's no benefits or anything like this. Right. But it's, it's money to pay the rent or to buy food. So mm -hmm. a lot of people mm -hmm. are probably going to jump at it because they are not aware mm -hmm. like we are or, or they're desperate. Yeah. And that's going to yeah. divide us even more, you know, I think. Well, um, I was surprised, by the way, up here, it's kind of funny. Um, you can throw a stick and hit a pasture. <laughs> I mean, yeah. everybody, the, the guy that came and installed the dish equipment, somebody's like, oh, he's a pasture. And somebody else that came and sell, installed the phone system, and somebody said, he's, he's a pasture. And I'm like, I'm like, man, there's pastures all over the place here. Yeah. But um so yeah, one yeah. of them, though, really neat guy, he owns the equivalent of, it's almost like a head shop downtown on the square. And he used mm. to be a pastor for mm. 26 years. And um, we got to talking and he's actually, he's from South Africa. Mm. And um, he's, uh, <laughs> he told me one day, because I gave him a copy of the book and he's 55 years old and already has a pacemaker. He mm. had two major heart attacks and then they put a $180,000 pacemaker in him. And I said, guess what? And he said, what? And I said, that probably came from your electric meter. And he went, what? And he was really fueled up. Anyway, I gave him, a, gave him a copy of the book. And I saw him a couple of weeks later. And he said, by the way, he must have read it or looked through it enough. He said, there's a whole bunch of us here. I ain't taking a mandatory vaccine. He said, it'll be lock and load time. You're in a good place. And I went, okay, good. So, good. I mean, we did. We moved back to where people are like they were 20 years ago. Tons of guns up here, and you're not going to come muscle them out. I mean, it's just yeah. um, it sounds, there's a sounds, lot of Trump supporters. <laughs> right. Sounds to me uh, you're pasteurized. <laughs> <laughs> that was cute. <laughs> that was cute. Well, you know, once in a while, I have a flash of genius. <laughs> so well, if you do uh, it all the time, it wouldn't be surprising. We, yeah. we talk about a lot of stuff that probably will upset a lot of our listeners, so, um, which is one thing we like to do sometimes. <laughs> um, I mean, we've got to, you know, once in a while, we have to serve the pot, right? Right. Um, what else should we talk about? Let's see. Um, Fine, okay, uh, we talked about 5G. Um, I guess for you, the, the question is irrelevant as far as getting out of confinement because you are now really seriously confined, right? Mm -mm. No, it's just the world. I'm, I'm, I'm living. Yeah. Like the, right. I wish the rest of people would. <laughs> you know, it's right. incredibly peaceful here, and, and there is a neighbor vibe. I mean, it's just... Right. A, you know, so well. Uh, meanwhile, people like you and I are are the crazies, right? Yeah, but you know what? I have a nephew that said something about me being crazy, and his best friend said, "Yeah, but she's the good kind of crazy." So <laughs> 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 he's actually a really big fan of mine. So good, I think good. we are all the good kind of crazy. So okay, hopefully, hopefully, yes, I uh, think hopefully we, are. Uh, we won't have um, a bunch of. Uh, black cat cops uh, breaking out our door soon 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know what, if you have a, a mindset of this is just, a, we're spiritual beings having a human experience, then I believe the next place we go is an upgrade. It's certainly got to be better than this. Yeah, yeah. Some people claim that hell is down here. Yeah. Right yeah. Here. <laughs> well, I, I think I think it's pretty dead gum close. And so right. there's a little movie that came out. I think it's called, um, oh, geez, I'm not going to remember it. But it's a little boy that had an appendicitis and he died. And while he died, he actually, and he was a pastor's son. And he actually went to heaven and he met Jesus and all this kind of stuff. And so he uh, came back and, of course, you know, began talking about this venture. And everybody, the whole town is like in an uproar. And the dad's, go, you know, begins to have some major questions. And even though he's a pastor, <laughs> you know, but um, the, the little boy asked, you know, somebody asked him, what's it like? And he said, it's like here, but better. Mm. And I'm yeah. like, that's good, you know? I've, and that's, I look around this little place, it is truly a sanctuary. And I tell mother, I said, you know, that says that we get a mansion when we go to heaven. And I said, I don't want a mansion. I want a place just like this. I'd like the stream to be a little more active. And that's about all I would change. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, good I wish you. everybody could find a place like this because I think it's good for the soul. And I yeah, certainly I needed it. I read an article a couple of days ago that there is uh, a lot of people are reevaluating their life, which is uh, another yeah. side side effect or silver lining, mm -hmm. and realize that um, you know now nowadays of course that wouldn't work for you, but nowadays that everything, a lot of things can be done online. They can move to any smaller town mm -hmm. and not mm -hmm. have to pay these outrageous rents and and deal with traffic and pollution and so on and so forth. So it sounds like there's a beginning of a movement towards back towards the smaller town and uh, yes. the countryside and all that stuff. Oh, by the way, the property taxes on this 28 acres, are you ready? $900 a year. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> they actually tax on uh, tree coverage. So they mm -hmm. encourage you to leave the trees. The more you clear, the more you pay taxes on. Okay. Because right. it's usable land versus non-usable. So um, there's a lot of, um, anyway, I've, I've been telling people, you know, if, if y'all all, all kind of start moving up here, we kind of start defining the community. You yeah. know, you start bringing yeah. people of like minds together and then you have right. actually formed a commune, but we're not all living in the same house where it gets a little weird. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. We just have plenty kind of, of coming together and and uh, kind, kind kind of what the Californians are doing to Texas, right? Yes, <laughs> yes, but not you know, in a good way. Yeah, not in a good way. Yes, not in a okay. good way. No, we I, left. Yeah, I think we I still the time. I still the part enough. Uh, Mark, it's your turn. <laughs> hey, Mark. I'm in the <laughs> Before we go any further. Kathy, can you um, remind us of your website? Because I'm sure there's a lot of questions. Well, there are two of them, and one of them is noatt.blog. I'll hold this paper up again. I'm going to have to make it on a different color, but let me see if I can. There. Yeah. Can you see that? Okay, yeah. so it's noatt.blog, and that is the um, blog about technology and my story of what happened and what I've learned since then, and um 
The other one is gettingwellgodsway.wordpress.com, or you can just go to gettingwellgodsway.com. That's the easy one, and it's just the name of the book. Um, that mostly has reader comments, but I'm actually loving this book. It's made four grown men cry, so um, mm. that is pretty shocking, and yet it was a, a story that um, it was it was very challenging, and it cost me a lot. And so I tell people that I kind of expected that. I didn't know if I was going to get it, but <laughs> I, I expected it because there was so much blood left on the mat. <laughs> so I'm glad to see that God is uh, letting the right people read the book and that they are actually hearing what he's got to say and are being affected by it. So, um, Excellent. Excellent. Um, We've been going for a good well, hour and a half. Um, mm -hmm. You've given us a lot of information. And you've actually answered most of the questions I was going to ask you anyway as you've gone through. Okay. I don't have any more specific questions. Okay. Apart from one. Who is they? Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, when anyone who says, oh, they did this and they did that and they're going to do who is they for you? That three-hour documentary that I watched on YouTube, it's called YouTube. It's called The Fall of the Cabal, parts one through ten. Have yeah, you, I've, seen, I've, I've seen. Yes, yes. Did I you have. see the whole thing? I missed. I missed. Uh, the, the, uh, there was on one episode they blocked out or they shut down or whatever. The oh. I think it was number four. Oh, okay. When they actually, well, she was actually naming names. Yes. Well, there's a. Um, if you if okay, you know so, the full version, I'd like to. Um, okay, let me, me. I will. Um, I've got notes here of a couple of things I'm going to send you, so I'll send you that. Um, I watched that, and at the end of it, it said something, and I went, "What did you just say? Time travel, next dimensions, what?" <laughs> and so, but I'm a person that. I, I need this world to be bigger than we understand it. It's uh, That's good for my soul. It leaves an avenue of hope open. Um, and so, but I went, what in the world? And so I kind of go about my day for a couple of days and I was kind of, you know, knocking on God's door going, you need to bring me some more information on that. And sure enough, another video shows up that was called uh, Time Travel. And it was about 45 minutes long. It's a, I think it's seven uh, sections, Alon. And so I watched it, and it talked about the fact that John G. Trump, uh, our president's father, was actually at MIT and met Tesla. Oh, wow. Yes. And not only did he meet Tesla, but apparently Tesla took a liking to him and shared some information with him because he was convinced that John G. Trump was in it for the right reasons. And sure enough, MIT, while John G. Trump was there, a study comes out or some, I guess, uh, um, I guess I want to call it a discovery, but I think of it more as revelations to mankind than that we discovered anything. But um, that was a direct result of those conversations with Tesla. 
And it, the, so the premise that they're presenting is that we, in fact, can do time travel and that we can go in and out of other dimensions. And this gets into some stuff that's theoretical that I'm, I, I'm not going to say it, but we'll just, I, I, I'm just very fascinated. What you got okay. there, Alon? I have something to show you. I don't know if that okay. rings the bell. Ingersoll uh, Lockwood. Did you hear Ingersoll about Lockwood, this? The collection, The Last President Travels and Ventures. Whoa! Yes, I have heard about this. I can't believe you have the physical book in your hand. <laughs> it That's was, fascinating. It, it was so, um, so out there that I said, I have to get that. So Good for you. Travels and Adventures of Little Baron Trump, which is mm -hmm. the son's mm -hmm. you know, name. Yes. Um, marvelous, uh, Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Journey. I haven't read it yet. It's been oh. sitting there because I have so many other books to read. I know. Apparently, this gentleman, which is what, 18, um, uh, 1890. Okay, that's this, what I was thinking. It, it was, yeah. Reading this, uh, writing this book about this character. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Of course, at the time, nobody knew who was, who Baron Trump was or was going to be or possibly going to be. Um, and uh, apparently, it's, you know, uh, I, again, I have not read it yet, and I will. Mm -hmm. No, but, but I'm, I'm aware. Yeah. Apparently, this gentleman, uh, quote unquote, predicted uh -huh. uh, was. That's how it seems. Yeah. Was, That's how was, it seems. What could what could happen? What is currently happening? What could happen? Mm -hmm. So um, you know me. I'm always uh, interested in weird. Yeah, th uh, that would be a book I would buy. I just am amazed that you got your hands on it. <laughs> well, it's, it's 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 on Amazon. It's is like it? uh, fourteen dollars. I think I'm going to have to get it. Ingersoll Lockwood. And this this is actually a this is a collection. This is a compilation of all okay. of his work. Okay. Uh, I was mostly interested in the story of Baron Trump. Yes, no. absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm going to get it. Absolutely, I'm going to get so, it. So, uh, the collection, so, The Last President, or 1900 Travels and Adventures, you can find it easily on, uh, on okay. uh, uh, Amazon. So, mm -hmm. the answer to your question, Mark, is that uh, if I'm asked that directly, the answer is the New World Order. Right which sort of is embodied in, in everything the pharmaceutical industrial everything armament complex type of thing everything they're like an std that has gone like a plague <laughs> level it is it's terrible i mean they are but you know the the i had a I mean, hardcore liberal friend a longtime massage therapist in austin that when she first met me, she was just, uh, God sends me in to mess with people's dominoes, you know? <laughs> like, right. And so she was, she just looked at me like I was a weird anomaly for the longest time. And about two years ago, she called me and said, I want to come by and see you. And I said, okay. <laughs> you know, I thought, okay. I mean, we, we love each other and have a, a great admiration for each other. She's a massage therapist and colleague and she works in energy. And so I love her and love what she does. And so we have that in common. So, 
but that was kind of all we did some exchanges and there's no animosity or division but we just on two different planets politically mm. so she comes by and is visiting for a while and while she was there she said well i just think i need to tell you that i've done a complete 180 and i am a big time trump supporter and i think he's here to actually stop and save us from the new world order Mm. <laughs> I was like, it's a good thing I'm sitting down, Barbara. <laughs> so, but I think that's where we are. And I do think that he is uh, dealing some deadly blows to him. And that's what I mean. I think God's going to save our sorry honeys one more time. And the question is, what do we do from here? And the only thing that makes me go, you know, lean towards this time travel other dimension stuff is that we have so poisoned this planet that it will probably take a thousand years to heal from our visit. <laughs> so, well, yeah, but on the other hand, uh, look at how fast nature reclaimed uh, mm -hmm. you know, Chernobyl. Just no, just the past two months. Yeah. Look, oh. look all over the world how the 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 seas are clearer, the skies are clear. The animals yeah. are, you know, wandering around cities and so on and so forth. I don't think nature would take that long to, let's yeah. say, uh, if 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 we humans are a <clears throat> a virus, if you consider us to be a virus, a virus upon Earth, and if we were eliminated tomorrow, I think nature would be back in in the flash. In, yeah. In, in three months or six months at the most, it'd be it'd be back in business and yeah. good riddance of the human scourge. Scourge. Well, and I was walking through the the room the other day, and there was a guy on TV, and I've got to chase him down. He's actually literally on my list. Uh, the Dilbert cartoon. Are you familiar with that? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, this person, I believe, has something to. I know for a fact has something to do with that. So I have a a way to chase him down. And he said that we actually have the technology now to be able to build a facility next door to a leaking nuclear storage or waste facility. And there is technology that can actually absorb that radiation, deplete the entire rods, absorb it, and shut itself down. And I was fascinated by that, but I, because I keep looking, okay, so we get past this COVID thing. If we get past the new world order, if we get past, what are you going to do about radiation? Because radiation doesn't care. I mean, it just doesn't care. It's just radiation and it kills things. And so the time travel next dimension thing makes me think, well, you know, if nothing else, I recognize I don't know everything. And there's a lot of possibilities out there. And so um, I do, I believe there's good stuff coming from this and there's good stuff coming to us. And so, and I know that makes absolutely no sense, but I have had several people that once I started saying that, they're like, I feel it too. So mm -hmm. I met a man right. uh, named Daryl Guberman. He is, um, makes YouTube videos and, He's um, he's kind of a badass. <laughs> he's a five foot two Jewish man, and he owns a quality control company. And one of the things that 
you know, they say about these meters is that they meet ANSI standards. And I'm like, well, if they meet ANSI standards, then ANSI's compromised because mm -hmm. this is crap. So who is ANSI? I started looking around online and I found this man and he's showing that ANSI since 2015 has been overseen by a communist Chinese nationalist who has a duty to commit espionage if Beijing asks him to. And I'm like, Beijing asked him to what? They put data mining devices on all of our property. Mm -hmm. You know, he doesn't even need to do anything. So, but that's what I'm excited about because Trump, I do believe with that executive order of May the 1st gave us a way to say, get this Chinese crap off my house. Mm -hmm. And so I wrote a Clara that makes these meters. They own, they bought them from GE. So GE manufactured them. And I said, I want to know where your meter and all components were made. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't tell me, and it's not on their website. Mm -hmm. um, they directed me to the utility <clears throat> corporation, and I wrote them, and the staff attorney's like, oh, I have to check with an engineer. And I'm like, you don't even know where the meters that you stuck on this house are made. Mm -hmm. So anyway, she knows what I'm chasing. But I, anyway, that's, that's where I'm going to go next, because I do, I think Trump gave us a an inroad rip and replace is what he was calling it rip and replace so um, i'm going to try to meter, obviously i'm sorry say that again but not with another smart meter no exactly i mean this is just and they say now oh well there's not any analog meters well let's crank up a factory and get some going you know this is i mean he just had a had them retool some places so they could make ventilators you know yeah. Christ was it Chrysler's now making ventilators or something? So, yeah. um, we can do this. There's 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 hope. There's enough things out there that my hope is not ridiculous. It yeah. actually is grounded in a you know that there's some things out there that can save us. But it, it's an interesting time to be alive. <laughs> yes, for sure. Super job. Alan, um, I've, that was all of my questions. All lovely. Yeah, that's it. That was just it. Who is they? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Alan. Uh, okay. Ready for my infamous closing? Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. Thank you again, Katie, for being on the local Paleo Show. And as we say in Texas, à votre santé, y'all. <laughs> Thank you very much. I enjoyed being with you guys again.